Hi, I'm Jennifer Z, and welcome to the Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy Podcast. Here's what you can expect from listening to Jennifer Z Plant-Based and Happy. My true passion is all about helping educate you, the listener, on food, fitness, and wellness. I educate through my own story and experiences on a multitude of topics, including inflammatory conditions, women's health, plant-based nutrition, fitness, and mindfulness. It's designed to teach you how you can become your most powerful self every single day. From interviews with today's top health, fitness, wellness, and spiritual experts, this podcast is a fun and happy atmosphere. So sit back and enjoy some of the amazing interviews that I have with experts and people who have completely transformed their lives through plant-based nutrition, fitness, and wellness. And if you love this podcast and would love to see it grow with even more incredible episodes, you now have the opportunity to support the Jennifer Z podcast by visiting jenniferz.com forward slash podcast. That's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-Z-E-E.com forward slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. This helps me amp up the podcast finding more incredible guests while increasing the number of episodes being published. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. Hey guys, welcome to the Jennifer Z plant-based and happy podcast. Today is an awesome day because I have Beth Shirley on. So Beth has developed expertise as a pharmacist and certified clinical nutritionist during her 40 plus year career. This experience spans wellness department development and management, dietary supplement integration, new product formulations, and integrative medical practice development. Beth provides clinical nutrition services for wellness-focused individuals across the entire age spectrum. Her specialties include stress-induced hormonal imbalance, intestinal dysfunction, autoimmune and chronic inflammatory issues, detoxification, and supernormal oxidative stress. Over the last nine years, Beth has spent time working with some of the leading thought leaders in the world of nitric oxide research. And through this, she has developed an in-depth knowledge on the topic and its potential applications in patient care. Beth and I sit down to chat about why nitric oxide is called the miracle molecule. I also ask Beth, What daily habit can we take from high-performance athletes to maintain optimal nitric oxide levels for ourselves? And what simple steps we can take to maintain these levels? And also, we go through some nitric oxide frequently asked questions. We also get more specific about intestinal dysfunction and what that looks like in your life and how you can work to resolve these issues. I cannot wait for you to listen to this conversation and learn how you can optimize your own personal performance. Without further ado, let's get started.
Hi, Beth. Welcome to the Jennifer Z. Plant-Based and Happy podcast. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. Well, this is exciting. I'm so glad you're here. So today we're going to chat a little bit about nitric oxide and why it's called the miracle molecule. But let's start by kicking things off with your story and what led you down the path of becoming a pharmacist and a clinical nutrition and all of these things. How did you get to where you are today? Well, I went into pharmacy because I thought I was going to help people. Mm-hmm. But after, after about 20 years of being a pharmacist, I was seeing that I wasn't really making people better. That They kept coming back to me and they were getting sicker and sicker and on more drugs and more drugs. And I was seeing them fall apart in front of my eyes. So back in 96, I decided to become a certified clinical nutritionist and help people get off the medications or not even go down that road to begin with. Right. So I wanted to do things to help people actually heal and get better instead of suppressing symptoms. Right. Because that happened. I'm finding that that happens a lot. I mean, when I got diagnosed with endometriosis, um, you know, the first suggestion to me over a hysterectomy was, let's put you on the birth control pill. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, I'm approaching 40 and I don't think that's a great idea considering I had a heck of a time on the pill in my 20s and I'm still suffering from some of the side effects from that. But, um, but why don't I just start by changing my diet a little bit? And exactly. the, <laughs> the specialist looked at me like I was crazy. And she's like, yeah, I'll see you back here. And she hasn't, which is great. Yeah. No, there's so much we can do through changing our diet, our lifestyle, add mm-hmm. targeted nutrients to help the body do what it wants to do. And Absolutely. that's to keep you health- healthy. Yeah. So, you know, one of the great things about your background is that you specialize in intestinal dysfunction, among other things like autoimmune and chronic inflammation issues uh, like I have. But I'm sure that you've heard of or read the book about Novak Djokovic, who, the tennis player, who had some serious intestinal issues due to gluten intolerance. And once that was uncovered, he was able to go on to become number one in men's tennis singles. And that just goes to show how remarkable something so simple as a few dietary and lifestyle changes can be in a person's life. And everyone knows my story. I've talked about it so many times, so I'm not going to go into it again. Um, And, you know, for me, it was all about reducing that inflammation in my body and making some of these lifestyle changes. So can we talk a little bit about some of the signs and symptoms of intestinal dysfunction, because I feel like it's becoming more common nowadays. I'm hearing more and more about it and how to begin to resolve these issues in addition to dietary changes. Well, just about like all autoimmunity and most of the inflammation actually starts in the gut. Mm -hmm. And with gluten, probably like, mm, 75% of gluten intolerance is not even noticed in the gut. It's in the brain. It's -hmm. in the central nervous system. So a lot of things, a lot of times when you've got things going on in your gut, you may have 
some symptoms that don't really seem to be related to the gut. You may have trouble sleeping, you may have trouble with anxiety, you may have issues with brain fog. You have yeah, brain, brain fog is a big one. And I think that uh, Novak talked about that in his book about just not even being able to pull himself together enough to concentrate. Right. It's like pushing thoughts through jello. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly just, what it is. Yeah. So yeah, any kind of joint issue that's usually connected with something in your gut. Well, any and the whole, I mean, the whole point of our mind, body, and soul, that's all kind of interconnected. I think that what happens to in Western medicine is they try to disconnect all of those things. Right. And that's when they go back to treating symptoms as opposed to the root cause. Right. So now that we're on the topic of these high-performing athletes, what sets an athlete apart from the average person like me, for instance, and our listeners who, let's say, exercises three times a week, two, three, four times a week? What sets the athlete apart from us? Well, they've trained their body to be able to respond and react differently. When you do exercise, you do increase the nitric oxide production in your, your blood vessels. So this allows your blood vessels to dilate and deliver oxygen and glucose and nutrients to the cell and remove the waste that build up. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the more that you've trained your body to respond like that, the, the better it works. Right. So, yeah, sorry, go on. Some of the um, elite athletes actually can push it too far and they may need even more supplementation to support the body's reactions because there is such a thing as overtraining. Oh, absolutely. And then they're just depleting their bodies. So like, yes. for, for example, you know, the average person, we don't have hours in a day to train because when you're talking about overtraining as well, I mean, these athletes are training all day long, pretty much. Right. So, so for us, you know, what can we do uh, on a daily basis? What can we take from these athletes without overtraining ourselves um, and apply it into our own life to make it a little more digestible? To supplement your body with extra nitrates, either in foods, mm -hmm. foods high in nitrates are arugula, spinach, celery, beets, or a nitrate supplement like the Berkeley Life nitric oxide support. These nitrates help your body respond better. Right. So, go ahead. So let's talk a little bit about nitric oxide, because I know that it's your favorite subject. Uh, well, it, it, it affects every single physiological function in our body. Yeah. So how does it work exactly? And, you know, where is it derived from? And I know it has certain uh, things where it diminishes with age. You know, how can, what can we do about that? Right. There's, there's two ways our body makes nitric oxide. So what nitric oxide is to begin with, it is 
nitrogen inoxide. It's one of the three key gases along with O2 oxygen and CO2 carbon dioxide. And it's a, it's a signaling molecule. It communicates and gets everything else communicating better. We make it two different ways. One is through the NOS system, nitric oxide synthase enzyme system. And this uses arginine and oxidizes that down to NO. But by the time we're 40, this NOS system works approximately at 50%. Uh-oh, I'm almost 40. <laughs> <laughs> but there's another way we can affect our nitric oxide, and that's through supplementing with nitrates and increasing our nitrate-rich vegetables. The way the, the DASH diet, the dietary approaches to stop hypertension, and the Mediterranean diet work to increase longevity and decrease cardiovascular disease is through the nitrate concentration of the diet. Right, and how long does it take us to restore these levels? Well, you can restore them almost immediately. However, we need to keep this level up to prevent cardiovascular disease, to prevent diabetes, right. to prevent all of these ravages of aging. Mm-hmm. So then let's, let's say that, let's say that we're, okay, we're going, we we're approaching 40 uh -huh. <laughs> and we want to get those elevate, elevate our nitric oxide levels. Um, what type, so we decide that we're going to supplement and incorporate more of these, you know, celery and beets and stuff like that into our diet. What types of physical changes might we notice in the beginning of, of, this, uh, of these changes that we're making? Well, you probably sleep better. You'll have less anxiety. You have more energy. And those are all properties of increasing your nitric oxide. Mm -hmm. So the nitric oxide will increase the biogenesis of my, mitochondria, which means it, it makes more of them. It increases the function of mitochondria. So this is going to help increase your ATP, your energy molecule. Right. Which is... So, this is important. And then what, and in terms of how often do we have to take this, um, what's the... Can you set up like a, a certain type of schedule? Is it different for each individual? Is it different um, according to age groups? Um, how do well, we approach this in the beginning? Well, with the Berkeley Life product, we have some test strips. Mm -hmm. So this, this tests the nitrite concentration on your tongue. So when we eat nitrates or take a supplement for nitrate, we swallow it, the nitrate is absorbed, and it circulates all around, and about 25% of the nitrate gets absorbed into the salivary glands, absorbed and concentrated. The salivary glands release the nitrate, and we've got good anaerobic bacteria on the top of our tongue 
that will reduce that nitrate to nitrite. Right. And then we swallow the nitrite and the acid environment of our stomach will help make NO. Plus the nitrites are absorbed and will go to certain places in our body where we need extra NO to be reduced. Mm -hmm. So the strip will test the nitrite concentration in our tongue and on our tongue. And this is the immediate precursor to NO. Interesting. So I have people like test before and probably a good 95% of the people test low. Yeah. Yeah. On NO. And then I'll have them do a couple of tablets and then retest about an hour or two after to see the change of color because you want it a dark pink. Right. And if it's not changing, that means you may have some issue with your oral microbiome in your mouth. Maybe you're using like an antibacterial mouthwash. Or you're using like a fluoride toothpaste because fluoride is antibacterial. That's right. Or, it, or maybe you were on antibiotics because the antibiotics not only affect the, the gut microbiome, it affects the oral microbiome. Right. So, you know, there's, if, you're, if, if your body can't reduce that nitrate to nitrite, we need to figure out Okay, what is going on here? And then where do you start at that point? Um, then you get off, like, probably, you know, 90% of the people use mouthwash. I get them off the mouthwash. Right. There was, there was a study where they used, like, chlorhexidine mouthwash mm -hmm. for, se for seven days. And within the first usage of it, it decreased the, the body's ability to make nitric oxide. By oh, interesting. By seven days of using this chlorhexidine mouthwash twice a day, it decreased their body's ability to make NO by 90%. Oh my goodness. So this increases cardiovascular disease. That is, that information is staggering because I think, you know, I'm sure 99% of our listeners right now use mouthwash exactly once, twice, three times a day so exactly. um in terms of alternatives i know that i use uh like a natural mouthwash um, and i use a, a natural toothpaste as well but are there things that you know should people just stop using mouthwash altogether or are there yes some yes yes okay yes because yes. i know with some natural products i mean a lot of them say that they're natural and then you look at the ingredients and you're like, Oh my gosh, how is, I can't read any of this. This is not natural. Yeah. Or, or they, they have like the hydrogen peroxide in, in the natural mouthwashes. Well, this hydrogen peroxide will kill your good bacteria too. Right. Absolutely. So I, I don't believe in, in mouthwash at all. Mm, that's a good tip. <laughs> Watch me go and throw my mouthwash out now. Well, good. <laughs> Your body will thank you. Absolutely. And I mean, my whole thing is I'm trying to reduce any type of 
inflammation in my body and I want to get my good gut bacteria in balance. I don't want to disrupt that in any way. So that, that is amazing to know. Um, okay. So when somebody starts taking, so they're low, they start taking the supplements. How soon after taking these supplements are they going to notice the changes that you had mentioned earlier? There's quite a few people that I've put on this and they actually notice the, the changes within an hour and a half. Oh, wow. They actually feel more energetic. They feel less anxious. Their thinking is, is clearer. Mm-hmm. And that's just for starters. Right. And are there any noted side effects that people should know about? Well, two, two tablets of the Berkeley Life have about 500 milligrams of nitrates in it. Um, mm-hmm. To get changes in blood pressure or changes in exercise endurance, you need at least three to 400 milligrams of nitrates. Right. And does this differ from person to person or is this kind of just like, this is what you need to that's, as a minimum? That's, yeah, that's, that's what you need as a minimum. Okay. Most Americans maybe get 150 um, milligrams of nitrate in their diet. Yeah, that's not so. <laughs> so five ounces of spinach is about three or four hundred milligrams of nitrate. Mm, okay. So, and when you were saying that it nitric oxide diminishes with age, so with age. as we get older, we start having these cognitive issues. You know, our memories. Um, we suffer from some type of fogginess. So I'm thinking, I mean, if you're taking the two, you said two tablets to right. start. Right. So is that going to be, so say I started taking them now, would that be the same as if I continue to take it in my later years or? Well, that's, that's where these test strips come into play. Because so you, retest. You, can, you can test yourself. Oh, perfect. You can actually buy these test strips separate. Ah. So, so, I mean, if you're, if you're not feeling well, if you're ill, you'll need more. Or if, if you're exercising a bunch, you'll want more because the, by increasing the NO in your body, you will actually increase your endurance and decrease your recovery time. Right. And I know a lot of athletes who recovery time is super important to them because I mean, an athlete doesn't want to be out for four or five, six days. They want to be they able want to, to get, get back, right there. back in there. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And how about, you know, people who I'm thinking too, that if somebody is starting to make these lifestyle changes and take these supplements, then, you know, someone who may not have been motivated before to go to the gym may become motivated to go to the gym and then further change some lifestyle uh, issues that they're having right now. Exactly. When you, when you feel better, when you're see the, the, the brain needs circulation to be able to deliver the oxygen, the glucose, the nutrients. Yep. And the NO will increase the circulation to the brain. 
And do you know that um, the red blood cell cannot even release the oxygen without adequate NO? So we've got to keep our NO up for everything to circulate correctly, to deliver to the cells correctly, so that we can think better. And like when we're not thinking good, we're not motivated. No, absolutely. We don't, we don't care. No, no. And that, you know, it's funny that you say that because I used to, I used to sleep eight, nine hours a night and wake up feeling exhausted before I made any types of dietary changes and lifestyle changes. And it is night and day from how I wake up today and how motivated I am at 5.30 in the morning in comparison to, and on less sleep at night in comparison to when I would wake up feeling completely exhausted. I mean, it was hard enough to get out of bed. Yes. So uh. now that we have everyone so excited about nitric oxide, Berkeley Life was nice enough to offer my listeners a promo code. And I'm going to post this in the show notes uh, so that I'll have a clickable link. Um, so in case our listeners want to try the supplements or the test strips out for themselves, listeners, you guys can go to berkeleylife.com and you can get 20% off of your order by using the code wellness20. I will also post this in the show notes, so you don't have to worry about remembering this. I want to, I want to mention one thing, too, yes. about, about sexual response. Oh, yes. Let's go on. This is that. really, really important. Like, adequate NO mm -hmm. is required for erections, but it's also required for female responsiveness. If you what? don't have adequate NO... You don't, you don't respond. And that's huge for women. And I'm glad that you brought weird. that up because uh, oftentimes we talk about men and uh, impotence and stuff like that, but, you know, and there's really no Viagra for women um, other than, you know, a healthy lifestyle. But it, it definitely is an issue because I know that a lot of women, if they have low libidos or they're just not interested, then that plays on them. And especially if they're in a relationship. Exactly. But see, if you don't have adequate nitric oxide to um, expand the tissue down there, you can't respond. But once you start like replenishing your nitric oxide, you have responsiveness. And when you have responsiveness, then you want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do it. If you don't feel anything, you know, it's like, it's not a big deal whether you do it or not. But once you start like actually connecting to your body and feeling, you really want to participate. Well, and that, that's just such a big piece in a lot of women's lives, especially, you know, heading into menopause and having all of these other feelings and issues. And I know, you know, even women who are my age or younger are so busy because of life's demands and they tend to just forget about stuff like that. Right. Um, and, but, but to actually be able to have that feeling to push us towards wanting to do that, that is a huge game changer. It is. It works for men, but it works for women too. And that's the thing. Yeah. Because I feel like 
you know, men have been taken care of in that department for a very long time um, with, you know, help with all of these medications. But I feel like women are kind of just like, well, where, like, what about us? It's almost a taboo subject. Yes. So I really want to start getting the word out that it's really important to us too. Oh, definitely. And I think a lot of our female listeners are like, if they weren't sure about nitric oxide before, they're definitely sure about it now. Oh, good. Now, <laughs> it, it, I had a practitioner um, try it and she texted me the other day and she said, well, does it, does a Berkeley life, does this increase libido? And I said, well, when you're starting to respond, when your tissue is responding, you know, your head is responding mm-hmm. and then you want it. Yep. So yes, in, you know, in a roundabout way, it will increase libido because you, you, you feel what's going on. Yeah. You feel it emotionally and physically. Right. Like the two most important things. Yeah. And then, you know, I think that that changes a lot of things for women in their life because of, you know, those feelings of guilt and not, um, being like available not being con- yeah or connected. not being connected yeah. yeah yeah even just to themselves my goodness exactly, exactly. <laughs> like forget about their partners yep exactly. <laughs> so if you if you could go back in time and take a different path in life would you do that and then if so which path would you have chosen to take in some way like i I like my path. I chose it because I wanted to help people. I wanted to be able to go wherever I wanted to go and support myself. If there was any regrets, as I wish I would have gotten into the clinical nutrition side sooner, mm-hmm. because it just that makes all the difference in the world. the The drugs um, don't really help people heal but there's so much you can do to to change your physiology with changing your diet changing your lifestyle doing targeted nutrients to actually support processes absolutely and i think that you know it's getting to the root cause exactly and and like you said, you start off with, with the gut. The gut is kind of where everything starts off at. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And one thing about nitric oxide, this actually in, this supports the mucosal integrity of the gut. By supporting the mucosal integrity, then you've got less chance for leaky gut. Right, Exactly. And, all, and a whole host of things like candida, um, exactly. parasites, yeah. all these nasty things that happen in the gut. And, you know, you're right. That's exactly where it starts. And, it, you know, it's the inflammation of the gut. You can't process things and you're overtaxing the liver and everything else in your body. When I say that everything's interconnected, I really mean it because oh, you know, yeah. everything in your body starts with the digestive system. And once that is off everything is off and and that's actually one of the things that I talk a lot about on this podcast is the fact that you know there's so many chronic illnesses and diseases linked to these gut issues 
that start there. And instead of dealing with that root cause, people tend to mask it and they want to just throw a bandaid on it. And it's, and it's a shame that you can't have, and that's why I share this podcast is to have more advocates for healthy living and investigating your digestive system over running out and grabbing some medication that is just going to cover it for a little while. Yeah. And then cause more issues down the line. Because oh, for sure. Because you're stopping processes. It's not good to stop processes in the body. I mean, you usually, they usually surface in another way in not so healthy ways either. So final, final question for you. If, okay. you, if you could give some advice on, say there's, some, there's a listener out there who's like, you know, this nitric oxide seems really cool, but I'm a little bit hesitant. What piece of advice would you give this person to get them to open their eyes and, and fully embrace this miracle molecule? Nitric oxide affects almost every single physiological function in our body. In 1998, the work showing how nitric oxide works in the cardiovascular system was awarded a Nobel Prize in medicine. It's a really important molecule. There's been 160,000 studies on nitric oxide since 1998. It, it may sound like a complex issue like nitric oxide affects everything so the understanding of nitric oxide is complex but just know that you are affecting everything in your body by repleting your nitric oxide and you can replete it through nitrates and by increasing the nitrates like in your diet through these vegetables will help but by getting like, but everywhere, like everywhere they grow the vegetables has a different nitrate concentration. So you can just cover your, your bases by doing a supplement and then making sure that you're eating plenty of nitrate rich vegetables later to actually prolong the effect of increased nitric oxide. Right. And incorporating that into your daily life is important, not just doing it once in a while <laughs> no every i mean because you need it every mm -hmm. single day yeah yeah that's why i call you know I, I i never like to call something a diet like the plant-based diet i usually call it the lifestyle because lifestyle yeah it's all encompassing it's not just what you're eating it's how you're living your life it's how you travel it's when you eat and what you're um, thinking who yeah. you're talking with absolutely yeah well, Beth, you are amazing. And oh, thank I want to thank Jennifer. you so much for coming on. This was awesome. I'm definitely going over to Berkeley Life right now. <laughs> I'm All right. That out. Um, <laughs> and, you know, if anything, I think that people should definitely get tested. Yeah, um, just, just test yourself. Yeah. Just, just let, you know, be, be aware of where, where you sit, where you're at, and yeah. know that you can change that. And you can change the, the outcome of, like cardiovascular disease, one in four people die from cardiovascular disease in the United States. 
Yeah. And so that's a big issue. Mm-hmm. And But we don't have to go down that road. No, and that's amazing. And that's why I'm so happy you came on to share this because I think more and more people need to know that, you know, you don't have to live a certain way. You have choices. Uh, and it's very empowering to take control over your health. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Beth. Thank you, Jennifer. The best way to spread the word about the amazing benefits of healthy living through plant-based food, fitness, and wellness is to share it with your friends and family. You can do this in person or through the various social media platforms out there. I'm so thankful for each and every like, share, and comment. And if you're looking for more food, fitness, and wellness inspos, please visit the JenniferZ.com website. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Jennifer Z community. And until next time, stay happy, healthy, and plant-based.